This Metatainment production is brought to you today by the Samurai Aquatics and Decor Metaventure. Scan that QR code or click that link in the description and dive yourself headfirst into the Samurai Aquatics Discord server to pleasure your peepers on our current and future range of outdoor decor. Established in April 2021, Upland Development United is the oldest and most exclusive and transparent node development collaborative in the Upland Metaverse. Contact more cheese of N68 for more information. Warning! This podcast is produced by Metaverse Ventures Entertainment and contains unsolicited and heavily biased opinions which are solely the views of the individuals involved. It does not include investment advice of any kind and you are responsible for undertaking your own financial, including tax liability research relevant to your own individual circumstances. Thank you for listening to or watching the UDU podcast. This is year three, number 101, presented by Metaverse Ventures Entertainment, More Cheese, and me, Ben68. Uh, featuring co-host Dak, Joe Lives, the agency, Tibby125, members from the Upland Development United team, and general Upland community members. Today's show is recording live on either Tuesday the 16th or Wednesday the 17th of May, depending on where you're at. How you doing this morning, Cheese? You're on fire, left and right? I'm on fire. I'm on fire. Yeah, I'm on fire, Ben. <laughs> Get the cats to piss on ya. That'll put you out. Oh my god! This week we'll catch up on some crypto and upland market news, run through our co-host segments, and tackle some of the latest upland topics, including the upland community award nominations, Mother's Day map assets, the London and Birmingham expansion, of course, and go kart manufacturing. If we've got time, we'll also squeeze in a quips about an interesting and contemporary topic that covers the economic crossover between the metaverse and the IRL, what I call the meat suitiverse. And don't forget that the YouTube podcast is open to the public and essentially set up as a weekly roundtable by default. So that means that um, everybody who's in the Zoom, when appropriate, jump on in with your extremely biased opinions. Last week's great chat about the pros and cons of Upland being directly and significantly engage within the Upland community. I think that's a prime example of how good that kind of back and forth discussions can be. So yes, jump on in. We always put it out there. Anybody want to chime in and we get crickets. So get your biased opinions polished up and ready to go. With that being said, let's get stuck in the breaking badly news and check out exactly what's been happening in some of the crypto and Upland markets which is not a lot, not a lot going on in the cryptos. What do we got there, Cheese? I can't read it because <clears> of <throat> fucking zoomage again. Um, the there we go. Doing? Market cap? Where's that? Top right. <laughs> okay, that's Top what right. I can't see. Uh, let's see. Last week, 1.177. This week, one point. One two five minus four point six percent change. There we go. I'll just move that out of the road so I can see what I'm doing. Yes, so that's trillion. So we're still well and truly above one point one trillion, which is nice. Not much happening with Bitcoin's pretty flat, Ethereum flat. What's jumping out there? Nothing. 
<laughs> it's a big fat bag of nothing burgers. I don't know, one percent yeah. down, four percent. Big I mean, um, gala games is uh, having an airdrop today. It's interesting ah. uh, from volume one to volume two. Nice. Well, that's yeah. Did that's you... the only one that's up with any sort of. Yeah. <laughs> did you get? Did anybody get those grit NFTs from from gala? <clears throat> uh, haven't seen them. Oh, that means you don't watch the wine and cheese. Shame on you. And I'm just kidding. Was that the that was the um Wild <laughs> West one? Joke. Yeah, the Wild West one. <laughs> yes, I've got a bag of gala too. So I have to see. There's not much of a boost then if it's got some big airdrop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are. I think they are like deleting volume one and just going over to volume two. Hmm. So. All right. Well, yeah, there's not much happening in the coinage. So let's see what's happening in. The uplands, um, not a lot happening there too. Transaction volume is pretty flat. The trading volume's down a touch, but still pretty flat. Active wallets down 8.3% after London. That's kind of on the week. That's kind of big. And 1,609 properties through the week. As for the city stats, I've patched in a couple of new ones here. I've patched in Rutherford because that's one of the ones I'm kind of buying up, exploring, selling USD for. And I've also patched in London, like I said, I was going to do last week. So I don't know. What do we got? San Francisco down 6%, nearly 7% on the UPX. And it's the battle of the floor flippers there on the USD side, floating around $11. Manhattan took a big hit on the UPX as I guess people are trying to, trying to fatten their wallets again for the expansions mm. that are coming up. And again, that um, USD price is getting fairly well hammered by flippers myself included chicago nothing happening in chicago oh look at that somebody's flipping out who was that jones d i believe he's the next big whale to start dumping his bags in chicago so that's down really yes i believe that's what it was so i've had my shot there i'm just about tapped out with what i can flip until the floor price gets up a bit more unless i'm going to go full on under mint which i'm not quite ready to do uh, not much happening in LA. Bronx is down 10% on the USD. I'm partly responsible for that. I've been selling a few USD Bronxies. As long no, as they're not Bronxdale. Not the Bronxdale. I've been triple checking my list. Yes. Um, Flatten Rio. Santa Clara's, it's interesting. It's gone down on the UPEX price, which again, I guess people are trying to sell to pump their bags and it's gone up on the USD, which is mm. interesting. I'm going to have to, the numbers on the, looking a bit more healthy because the um, the spread between those two prices was getting out of control for fluke, but, you know, buying in UPEX and selling in USD, but that's looking a bit more healthy. Um, Detroit up 7.1% on the UPX. It's pretty much apart from London. It's the only one that's gone up on the UPX. So somebody's gobbling up the floor there. Dallas is getting smashed on the UPEX price, a little bit up on the USD and London it's that 9% jump in the UPX price and 12% down on the USD. I haven't looked at the USD floor there myself. That's probably not too bad. Buy for 27,000, I've excel for 16. Hmm. Might have to chew on that one later. Anybody else? Any particular markets you're into? Might, might not be covered there. What are you doing? Are you <clears throat> slipping um, out? Drifter is, is asking... Is Upland intentionally removing Apex from the system to fight 
inflation regarding London. I think the best of London has already been minted and will probably keep my Upex in my node. Um, yeah, you know, they always kind of seem to do this, but they've, they've always got several different things cooking. Uh, we know Genesis Week's going to be here very soon. Obviously, they want people to go all in on that. So it makes sense. Drain everybody's wallets ahead of some dropping some really cool news. And um, it was really easy to get Spark in London for that a good long time. So I think they're expanding it to kind of put a stop to that as well. So if you did you know, get your spark there by doing standards. Good for you. Um, I know DTech got a few really good uh, spark chests in London. Oh, he was cleaning so, up. Yeah, and we put uh, a warning out about that on the Wine and Cheese Show. We're like, if you're setting up a treasure hunt in London, just be aware that they're probably going to expand this sooner rather than later. And you're going to have to, if you want to keep that treasure hunt web kind of active, you're going to have to spend some big dollars. And what do you know, the day after or two days later? Yeah, expansion announcement. So, yes. And Pods, what would you say here? They are making efforts to close the gap between the USD value and the UPX value. Whoa. I don't think they're ever going to win that battle because there's a whole bunch of people that, that play the spread and sell the spread. Remember what I said before, though? Yeah, maybe. If they offered that 20 million upex thing to everybody yeah people would start trying to really get the 20 million to transfer it over to usd yeah that's true if you didn't <clears> see <throat> that we i think we covered that on the one cheese show with the udn pro thing one of the one of the benefits of getting in that system and having a live um you know app or whatever within is once you get over 20 million upex there's a, there's the chance they to sell for usd internally with the team so yes and she's kind of speculated that it would be good that if they could push that out to the wider community. That would boost Upex yeah. a great Absolutely. deal because everybody's going to definitely keep, because why would you waste your Upex uh, to get half the cash when you can just accumulate it and get yeah. all of the cash? It'd be pretty brutal on the Upex clause for a while though, because people would just sell like freaking mad to try and get that balance, but then it'd all stabilize and work itself out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's B Ryan said 44% USD markup floor in LA still not working if they're trying to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And I haven't started to buy up the UPX floor in LA. I've just, when LA released, I minted a crap ton there of the, that was my plan. I just minted up the floor, like the really cheap ones. So I've been just been flipping those for USD. So yes, it's all about that spread. I don't have any more coffee. Oh, no. That's I think fun. what they are doing is called like arbitrage. They're sort of buying up the difference. Kind of, yeah. I, I said arbitrage last week, but arbitrage is kind of playing the difference in the price, the same kind of, you know, you'd be selling for, if there was two ways to sell USD for the same market. So, yeah. it's, you know, if um if, if they, they opened up that, yeah. if they opened up the, uh, the NFT portal and we could sell these assets on the Ethereum bridge or something like that, then that'd be a kind of arbitrage opportunity. Yeah. Like yes. Arbitrage. <laughs> we just make up our own words here. We don't, yeah. <laughs> don't give a flog. All right, Chisels, is there anything in particular you want to give us the heads up about what's been happening in Upland this week? I know you've got some pretty big news to share. All about me, Ben. It's all about me. 
Hell yeah. <laughs> I just got accepted for the extension of Samurai Aquatics into the Bronx. So I now have two showrooms in Bronxdale. I have my more cheese Pixel Palace. Actually, I'm going to share this because yum, 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 yum. Me, 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 me. Ah, I don't have share abilities. Oh, I never turn that on. Here we go. Ready? All right. All right. Yes, now Cheese, Cheese just got a whole bunch of Samurai Aquatics items over to her. More <laughs> Cheese Pixel Palace. Oh, you can describe it now. It's, it's... <laughs> I got to move Welcome them all to my over. nightmare. But yeah, look how much space I allocated for you. Well, for us, because we're all in business together. And this is my More Cheese Pixel Palace. But it, it works out because your stuff is bigger, I believe. So. And you've also got that property right behind it. So you can use that as a staging ground as well. True that, true that. Yeah, so Cheese just picked up a whole <laughs> bunch of Samurai Aquatics Deco items to sell in more Cheese Pixel Palace. So and you then, don't, yeah, you don't have old. to go to San Francisco if you're on the East Coast. You don't have to make that big flight. If you want Samurai Aquatics amazing stuff, you could just go to Bronxdale. And if I just go right here, right next door, because I didn't want to put an ugly old factory in my beautiful Bronxdale. Look how beautiful this place is. Drifter's getting triggered. He's trying to move the map on the screen thing, and it was his screen. <laughs> I do that all the time. <laughs> so this is my factory. This is where the magic is going to happen. Yes, I did pay that much money for the property. Good property is hard to find for factories and stuff. It's well, freaking crazy. That was all location, 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 wasn't it? Was. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. So cheese has <clears throat> jumped into my hell of having to move all these tiny little things. It's, it's, it's a good problem to have. Yes. Yeah. And I'm, I need to pull my finger out and do similarly. Um, we're going to have Samurai Critics Show. Well, at least we're going to apply for them in <laughs> Chicago, LA, Oakland, Fresno. All over yeah. The, you have to find some more time too. Yes. If anybody's got some time, I, I will buy that at a premium. Thank you. Yes. All right. Anything else you want to touch on? Uplandish cheese? Oh, shit. All right. Uplandish, right? I shouldn't be. We're going to die. Oh, into the a expansion. Bunch of stuff. We got mm. the expansion coming. Lending in Birmingham expansion. Oh, they're, they're doing both of them, huh? Yes. Wow. That's crazy. Yep. Cheese. Come on. Talk more about it. All right. Let me show that's you right. that. We can, we can dive right into that. Yeah, London expansion. Look, they're putting all of this stuff is going to be the new stuff. You won't be able to do your <clears throat> your treasure hunts anymore. New collections for added landmarks three. That's pretty exciting. Abbey Road Studios. Oh, imagine what that's going to go for. Madame Tussauds, Sherlock Holmes Museum. Oh, they're going to be pricey. Yeah. Collection revealed Thursday, May 25th. Wow, that's right around the corner. When does this come out? To this Friday, my time. 2 a.m. my Friday. Thursday, May 18th, real time. <laughs> 3 a.m. maybe it is. I'm not sure. One thing's sure, I'm not getting up for it. I'll be sleeping like a baby. Yeah. Um. What else? Was that it? Oh, Can't be. Oh, go-karts. Yeah, we can Ew. touch on that. We can touch on that on the back end if you want. Oh, in the back end? Yep. All right. 
So what, am I done? <laughs> I was hoping you were going to share potentially that little NFT oh. that's not yet an NFT. It's not specifically Upland related, but, you know, it happened in the MBE and I believe it was, was it inspired by someone from the community or something? What was the tie in there? Oh, it was inspired by my faulty brain. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let me bring it up. Oh, it's right here. Cool. Look at that. Everything is so easy for me today. This is rare. So this is called paranoia. <laughs> and it's amazing. basically, thank you so much, Ben. And, and as you could see, all these bad thought bubbles are coming from inside the actual person's head or the, their self. And um, you see my little cheese down there. I submitted this to Hug because I became uh, a curator for them. So I have my own profile and they have these really wonderful events where you can actually submit your art for a chance to be showcased in an in real life gallery. And the, the one that I applied for is in Belgium. Yeah, no, that's super cool. If you're listening Thank on the Spotify, you. it's um, a very technicolor, anxiety-ridden portrait. Looks like somebody's <clears> head's <throat> exploded with anxiety. It's, <laughs> I don't know. It's, you're just going to have to check it out. It's freaking awesome. And but I yes. actually arted it in MVE I yesterday. Know. And Adam, Brian was there. Thank you, Brian, for keeping me company. And DTEC and I have been hammer and cheese. You need to record your process and get it out there because that's freaking amazing. You know what, though? Maybe I shouldn't because maybe maybe I don't want everybody to see my process. Maybe maybe they'll try to copy me, you know? So if you want to see Good my luck. process, you got to come, like, be in the room with me while I do it and watch me. Fair enough. Fair enough. Bastards. <laughs> oh, um, and Dak, I was just going to throw it to you, but he's got to jump out. Apologies for that. Dak's a man. On well, I just going to say real quick. Yep. Uh Fourth week of racing is done, championship racing. Um, the, uh, oh, I can share. I'll share this real quick. Uh, the standings are very tight. Um, Sergeant Loco from Locos Depot in Latinos Unidos is at 27. Um, Matsuda's team with M MB Motorsports. Risey is tied for first. Then we got Mashef Castle Elite. We have uh, Matsuda in fourth. Ninja Racing coming in fifth, more upload uh, with MMB Motorsports. And then Castle Elite, Ninja Racing, and Red Hook up the Dale uh, kind of coming in. Now there's still two more races. Next race is not this Friday, but the following Friday. And then the final race is going to be June 9th at, uh, in Vegas. So that's going to be a lot of fun. We'll, we'll have some fun there in Vegas for the final race. Ne uh, the next race, the fifth race, is going to be New York City. And it's sponsored by, who is it sponsored by? Oh, is that the Samurai Aquatics one? That is the Samurai Aquatics okay. one. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> so uh, definitely check it out. Um, as you can tell, the, it's anyone's race still. Um, heck, up the Dale when takes first place, he's, he's back up there in, in the hunt for it. So it really is going to come down to the last race. And I think that's kind of the excitement of having these um, short seasons with very specific point allocations that just keeps it very exciting. So lots of shiftment with each, um, with each one. 
speaking about that last week, the sponsor was um, Diamond Autos and Diamond Empire with TMS SHRV, TMS HRV, uh, Tim. And what was interesting is he's really been trying to push the whole LinkedIn into the metaverse kind of concept. And tomorrow I'll be speaking with him and uh, Masita on uh, talking about the metaverse upland on LinkedIn. So that is going to be kind of fun. Cool. Take his prices with you, how that goes. I'm sorry, say it again. I think that was Shaq trying to jump in. Okay. Don't know. All right. Well, thank you for joining. Right. I, I know you're a busy man this morning. Good luck with what you got going on today. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Everyone have a great day and look forward to seeing you guys at uh, next week's race. Go All Samurai right. Aquatic. Woohoo. Cheers, mate. And on that note, I believe TB is in the house. So we'll throw it over to you, TB. Hello. Hello. How are everyone today? Good, mate. You're back in the studio yeah, today. <laughs> Yeah, I'm uh, I'm back in the uh, virtual studio. I've just got off a flight from the US to the UK. So just trying to battle the jet lag right now. Um, but you'll be pleased to know I had plenty of time during that flight to uh, make sure I had all of the hottest news about the jets for you guys. Sweet, lay it on us. It's probably not going to blow your mind. <laughs> um, right, FIFA stuff then. Uh, what's that, sorry? Uh, somebody's, somebody's off mute. I'll fix it up. <laughs> All right. Keep going. Um, people legit. Uh, I've had tons moving through my store this week. Um, there's plenty of movement on legits if people are willing to sell them cheap enough. Um, like the, I think with uh, with the various uh, upland events that went on in Vegas this week as well, there were a lot more players around, so that brought in a few more a few more purchases as well. Um, so sort of across the board, the, the FIFA thing is sort of if if there's a legit that's listed for below about 300 epics, then someone's going to come along and grab it up at some point. Um, but I haven't had a single sale over a thousand epics in the last couple of weeks. Um, and speaking to some of the other store owners, there's another store just opened up in Vegas and he's not had any either. So I think um, right now we're all kind of waiting and hoping that the, the hackathon brings something out during uh, Genesis week. Um and uh, ignites a little more interest in that. Maybe, maybe some more announcements. Who, who knows? Um, otherwise, we're waiting till the Women's World Cup, really, for uh, for some more excitement surrounding the FIFA stuff. Uh, NFLPA still pretty quiet on that, uh, just because it's off season. But uh, I imagine that will start to hot up again soon. Wouldn't be at all surprised to see some more uh, stuff coming out from Upland about the latest contests and competitions related to NFLPA. So. Anyone who's got uh, NFLPA stuff in a store, I imagine that uh, will start to hot up again soon. Soccer stuff's kind of interesting for me anyway with um, the Aston Villa thing because not, not much has been said about it since it was mentioned during the, uh, the London and Birmingham launch the other week. Um, but the Birmingham expansion that's about to happen this week does cover the area where Aston Villa Stadium is. Interesting. Um, so I, I'm, I'm wondering if that might be a, a precursor to a little more information about that and whether it's just an Aston Villa thing uh, or whether there's more to it than that, I don't know, but uh, I'd be pretty happy if there was. Uh, structural ornaments, uh, since I have a bit going on with those as well now, um, we uh, the, the ornament um, 
Metaventure owners still aren't able to sell on behalf of other players unless they transfer stuff across. But I have had a few people sending me stuff to sell on their behalf, and they they seem to be moving reasonably well. Actually, I I can't quite put my finger on what people are into with the structure ornaments. For example, I sold a few Christmas ones this week. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm not really sure what it is that anybody specifically is looking for. I think what will be interesting with those is to see what um, what realistic uh, difference they create with the neighborhood ratings. Mm. I think once there's a bit more understanding of the neighborhood rating system, then the, the structural elements market might hot up as well. Um, so it... we'll have to, have to keep an eye on that. I was just going to say, um, how, how are you working out the prices on those? Because it's still a very green kind of marketplace. It is. So uh, with with my own ones, I, I've just been basically taking the price I paid, paid for them and adding a little bit that would be my profit margin. Um, for other people, I'm letting them set the price. Um, and then they just acknowledge that they're going to get essentially 15% less in the end back by the time the upland fees have been paid twice for moving everything around. Um, and I've been taking 5% as well. So that, um, but that, that's been working reasonably well, not least because it is encouraging people to actually go out and promote their own items that are for sale. Um, but it would be a lot a lot slicker if they could just do it directly like we can in the FIFA stores. So that's um that's something that will hopefully come. But uh yeah, but personally I've been u- I've been using some of the tools that are available like Ablend to um like try and gauge what the prices are. But all you can really see is what people are asking for stuff, not so much what people are actually paying for stuff. Um you know, but you know, as a as a sort of benchmark, like a bunch of the like the sort of common genesis uh ornaments have gone this week and they've been going in the sort of 15 to twenty five thousand range depending on which which structures they're for that kind of thing um so they're not they're not fetching big money but i think more so with these um what they actually look like is it, it is having a pretty notable impact on how interesting they are to people so people aren't just going in for the rarity value like they are on a lot of the other stuff mm. which is quite an interesting one to see because I think when when more user generated content comes into this and we can get our own stuff manufactured and put out there, I think yeah the the actual look of the finished product is going to have a much bigger impact on saleability as well as just the sheer quantity of them. I, th- I think you're right in that um, one of the biggest missing pieces of the puzzle is knowing what impact these kind of things have on the neighbourhood rating scores. It'll be very interesting to see if the official ones have higher ratings than the user-generated content ones, for example. That might start to differentiate the prices in the secondary market. Yeah, for sure. And I've seen all sorts of debate going on around the bazaars about what the the neighbourhood scores are actually being based on, but I haven't seen anything formal come out. There's a lot of uh, a lot of debate about what weightings are and all the rest of it. So right now, it's kind of hard to tell. Yes. Now we've got a best looking cheese has got a hand up. What's going on, BLC? <laughs> I did that because of puppet, best looking puppet. But I just wanted to share my idea with you really quickly on how to make legit's great again. <laughs> um, <I'm> so, <laughs> so I was uh, talking about this in the cafe and I was thinking like if they had a burn uh, a burn function where you could take 25 to 50 of your legits from the previous years and burn them to get packs for the newer years. And the more you burn, the more chance you get at at a rare 
mystic or mythic or MVP one. And this would get rid of the quantity of all the things because they they did do that before. I actually participated in an Upland Burn event where they burnt their NFTs so you can get a mythic one. And I didn't get the 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 best mythic one, but I got a mythic one. Um it was a lot to do it at the time. It was like 200, but I think if they did 25 to 50 and allowed you to burn more for a better percentage chance, then I think this would be good. What do you think? That's a really interesting point. And um, it, it actually just made me think about the fact that um, when the FIFA stuff came out, there was supposed to be some kind of burn function they were going to bring in to enable people to exchange various things and I, I try to remember what it was now, but there was a little bit of debate about it at the time because I think the idea was that you'd be able to take X number of your mementos and uh, in the hope of getting one particularly rare one, um, that kind of thing. So like similar to what what was happening with the um, with trading the passes in, um, but there was there was supposed to be a, a bigger, a broader function for that. I think covering all of the uh, the FIFA legits, um, but nothing ever came of it from what I've seen. Well, that's. There's supposed to be lots of things with those. There's supposed to be, you know, signatures and all sorts of stuff, but I don't think any of that's come to fruition yet, has it? Not yet. Fingers crossed, maybe uh, soon? Soon. Genesis <laughs> Week announcements, perhaps? If not, then when? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, oh, and I forgot to, cover the, forgot to cover the cars bit real quick as well, didn't yeah, I? The um, cars secondary market seems to be pretty stable now. Like there's... Um, you know, US, USD stuff's still going for a fair amount under mint. Um, a few even in the showrooms, and then I've seen people selling them through through other burner processes and stuff like that. But um, UPEX prices for cars seem to have stabilized a little bit. Seems to be um, not a bad time if you're trying to look for some of the higher end ones, like this, the the regular Series One 2022s seem to be coming down in price a little bit uh, in UPEX. I picked one up for. 250k the other day which is uh below mint i think uh, so that was that was quite interesting but uh the car market in general has been pretty quiet i think uh people are all just trying to hold on to their upics at the moment in anticipation of something big happening in the next few weeks absolutely all right mate well we appreciate you jumping in to give us the latest update on that if people wanted to get involved and check out what you've got going on where could they head i would highly recommend popping over to somewhere like remont fanatics um and i'd also highly recommend my car showroom 727 fremont street um there is a whole bunch of stuff popping up in vegas now and uh, i'm going to make sure my stores are loaded with good generous offers ready for uh, for genesis week when everyone comes to town either figuratively or virtually nice all right, unless anybody else wanted to dive into TVZ, we shall kick on. All right. All righty. All right, thanks, buddy. Um, it doesn't look like we've got Joe or Rob in today, I don't believe. So no, drop it like it's hot this week. All right, Cheese, what are you doing? You got your hand up again? Or are you just playing? It was clapping. I was clapping for a TV. Ah. <laughs> Wait, drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. I don't know. There's, I don't know what's new today. Any particular uh, news on your radar? I see that Tales of the Crypto is still balked. I tried to um, claim my rads last night and it's still not working. Tales of the Crypto, fix Come on. it up. Get your shit together, TOC. I want them rads. 
I'm okay. still doing the veggie, the veggie farms. Yeah. I'm actually up to level 15 right now. And it's crazy. I unlocked an area. Oh, wow. And yeah. the BLP said that there's an Avalan land drop tomorrow. Oh, nice. Yes. <clears throat> Get yourself some Avalonich. Yeah, that's cool. I love Avalon. All right. That's all we've got for that. We'll skip ahead. That's good. We got lots of time left. All right. So I said um I kind of give cheese the hurry up before and I said we'll touch up on some of this stuff on the back end. Well, what do you know? We're at the back end. Um, so now this is one of the segments where please, if you're in the Zoom, we want to hear your biased opinions. Uh, because cheese, well, not cheese. I went on a full-on mega rant about this in the wine and cheese show. This is the the share the light for Mother's Day. The light lights up upland with Mother's Day map assets. Now, I thought this was just mind-blowingly stupid. The the <laughs> um, quantities on these, like, what what did I say? There's 270 or something like that total available. And yeah. I went on a big long rant for about 30 minutes, and my summary was basically, you ain't gonna light up shit upland. <laughs> All you're gonna do is fatten a few people's wallets. Anybody want to chime in on that? Did you get some? Did anybody get any? I didn't try. Did you happen to see what the sizes were? Well, somebody posted it. Um, somebody posted it in was it MVE? Yeah, yeah, Trendy Pop posted it in MVE and they're not lit and they're they're not they're tiny. Of course yeah. they're going to be tiny cuz they're little lights for the porch. It's supposed to be bright. They I mean look look at his uh look at his picture. It's it's like a black dot on your property. Can you share screen that? All right, I'm going to do that. BC for fun says, I haven't heard a good Ben 68 rant in a long time. Let it rip. Oh, you, as I said, I went I went at it for about 25, 30 minutes on the one and two show, the last episode we just dropped. Um, I'm about all ranted out on that. It just doesn't make any sense at all to me, the quantities. Oh, my gosh, they're, <laughs> they're minuscule. But they're minuscule, and does it look bright to you? It looks like that gnome's taking a shit on the on the yard. Yeah, like it looks like gnome shit from above. <laughs> yeah! Wow, that was awesome. <laughs> and B Ryan said the factory mysterious mysteriously broke down when he went to LA to get some, and then it started working again right after I gave up and left. <laughs> yeah. Murphy's law. Always that one, how it, it goes. <laughs> See yeah. now, I don't know. They marketed it like gnome shit and said it would be good for STEM for your garden later on. <laughs> like magical gnome shit that made your plants grow faster. Maybe I would be interested. <laughs> you know what you got to do? You got to get one of um. I was going to say D bag. No, it was a B dags. B dags <laughs> outhouses. You got to get one of B Dag's outhouses. You got to put that on your property. You got to put a line of gnomes up, and the last gnome that's in the line to go to the outhouse, put a pile of gnome droppings behind him. He couldn't hold on long enough. That'd be funny. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody has a bathroom. Yeah. So that would be something that would definitely, you have to, it's like crafting. You have to put them together and it forms fertilizer. It's like um, Voltron or something like that. Yes. 
Yeah, 270 is the number. 270 is the total supply that they put out there, <laughs> which is just, it's just crazy. Like, I don't know. Maybe they're thinking, okay, but this is just for 2023 and obviously in subsequent years there'll be more, but wow. Maybe in about mm-hmm. 50 years we can light up upland. <laughs> Have to wait and see. Everybody's lips are sealed. Gosh. This is a bias to show. We've got all the disclaimers. Don't be afraid to rant. No. I mean, you can't get worse than gnome shit. (laughs) (laughs) Me setting the bar (laughs) as low as possible at all times. All right. Nobody's going to dive into that. So let's move on to the next thing. Now, the next thing was um, the cast your vote for Upland's best. Go cuts will do last because that's one okay. we'll go <laughs> So what do we got? We got player of the year, broadcaster of the year, designer of the year. I voted. Um, maybe it's a maybe it's a North American thing, but I I just personally I think it's super. Um, how can I say this? Super cringe to go out there spamming yourself. Vote for me. Vote for me. I thought that was mega cringe. Yeah. You, you send me those DMs. I, ain't I agree. I agree with you. But I don't know. Australia's full on tall poppy syndrome. So maybe that's me just being a tall poppy dickhead. I don't know. But yeah. <laughs> Player of the year. I can put my votes in there. I voted for more cheese. Broadcast of the year. I believe I voted for uh, what's his face? Well, um, uh, not Dale, right? No. Dale. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, Upland Guide, he's put out a bunch of good content recently. And Designer of the Year, of course, I voted for the tech man, D-Tech. Now, D-Tech's a bit funny. Now, we had a bit of a query, I believe. Did you ask Lissette? Like, D-Tech, his in-game names is different. It's Death Ender. Oh, yeah. He talked to Lizette and she said that it doesn't matter if you put D-Tech or Death Ender, she'll know, they'll know who it is. Okay, so they're going to do it and, uh, manually. It's not going to be like an automated thing. That's good. Yeah, for me, I for player of the year, I voted for Shaq. Nice. Yeah. All right. So, yes, it doesn't matter who you vote for, just get in there and vote. It's always a bit sad to see the um, the vote statistics, like the eligible to vote versus the who actually spent 10 seconds out of their day to actually vote. It's always a bit sad to see how low they are. Anybody else want to chime in that? Maybe if, but, if you want to spruik yourself, I mean, that's, as I said, that's just my vibe. I think that's a bit greasy, but if you're all about it and you want to promote Mar- yourself. Marty for puppet of the year. Yes. I, I did see that um, D-Tech said that there was a bit of an underground push to vote for the Upland Bureau for player of the year. That, <laughs> that would be freaking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. But th- that's the thing. This is just for nominations. Um, this is not, for who gets chosen, I believe yes. Upland chooses that. This is just to have your name, like, seen as one of the nominees. Oh, okay, so it's a, just a look at me thing. Yes. <laughs> Pretty much. And Pretty much. SP in chat has said, said I should win as Tiny Brazilian of the Year. There you go. There's a new, there's a new Tiny category. Tiny Brazilian. So then I should win as as a huge tall. American of the year. <laughs> the BLC and the BLP. Where does it end? Where does it end? 
Uh, you went to the award ceremony last year for Genesis Week. There's probably a few watchers and listeners that missed out on that. Can you give us the heads up? What, what was the vibe like or how did it all play out? I w- we went late because we took a nap and we, we woke up late from our nap. Old people, right? So we got there just as it finished. Oh, really? And just as they announced the winner. But then we were able to like party after and everything. They did it right in the beginning. Mm. Oh, no love for us all. old people. Well, that's but good. That... Shaq was there. Shaq was actually nominated for the design award. Didn't she win? Yeah. Yeah. We could get her input on this. Shaq, do you want to speak to that whole process? Mm. You were there. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, obviously, because I won. <laughs> <laughs> Brush the shoulders. <laughs> um. No, it was just really cool. The the Imaginarium, I don't know if they're going to, or Illuminarium or whatever, but, uh, you know, lights on the walls flashing and like the floor was um, vibrating with music and it was like really cool. But yeah, they called the names and ran through the awards and each um, of the winners went up on the stage and got their cool trophy and then right after that, they um, flowed right into the video, which went across the wall mm. of the uh, oh. Rio and racing coming. Wow. So I'm really ex- there. I'm expecting something really cool this year that yeah. at least matches that. What's, so your we'll vibe? What's your vibe on that? Any predictions, any speculations? What you think that the mic drop at the end might be? Oh gosh, no, not really. Um, I have heard speculation about Paris um, because remember on the Mavion space cheese when Danny Brown Wolf talked about how Upland is going to have a fashion district, but they, she can't say where yet. Ah, Paris would be great. Yeah, and so great. you know, but who knows? I'm I'm hoping that they have something really cool. Uh, to announce and i would love rome but i don't rome have money people. for it yeah i don't know yeah. or maybe boston <laughs> would that be a mic drop <laughs> tokyo paris somewhere like that yeah rome that'd be a that'd be a decent you know mic drop yeah boston maybe boston I have to wait and see all right. But yes, best of luck to everyone. If you're nominated, best of luck to you. If you're heading over there, um, have fun. Make the most of it. Get out there. Meet and greet, all of that good stuff. I'll be watching on from afar again. You'll be there, Ben. Oh, not that fucking thing you've got. That oh, just you're cre- so lucky. I out. can't find it. Oh, what a shame. Moving on. Um, I think Soli hides it. He- yeah, good. <laughs> Give it to one of the cats to eat. Now, we did mention that um, London and Birmingham is expanding. Now, I did. I went over to UPX land and checked out just how many properties are still available. So I looked at London first up. There's still 195 unminted, but the floor on those is like 111,000 UPEX. So, yeah, it kind of makes sense that that expands. And it's a similar situation in Birmingham. There's only 161 of those available unminted. I believe that would be all FSA. 
And the floor on those is 6,696. So I believe that's above your starting UPEX balance for new players. So I think um, what will be very interesting in that, which kind of almost makes me think maybe I should save a little bit and get up for it, is, you know, that whole thing that's expanding on Birmingham. What, what's the, not Arsenal? Was that Arsenal, the soccer team? I don't know. I don't know uh, soccer team. Yeah. I'm sure uh, Rob and the stadium chases all will be all about that if that's what it is. So, yeah, if you are getting up for that, best of luck to you. Anybody else going all in? Are you going to expand your maps? I know D-Tech will probably have to do so. No, if he does, I'll... <laughs> it was good while it lasted is my take on it. If you really genuinely like London and want to expand because of that and do something there, that's fine. But in regards to treasure hunting, I think move on. <laughs> you had, you had your, your, your spark. Just move on. Your moment in the sun. Mm. Yeah. How about you? Are you getting up for it? Are you going to gobble up some more? No. <laughs> no. Sleeping on no. structure. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody else. Alrighty. Then that means we just got one more thing to touch on, and that is what you've been dying to talk about, cheese. Go karts. Lamio karts. It is. It's officially Lamio karts. Oh, that's so cool. Did you come up with that, or did they say that? Well, that's what I've come up for the thumbnail for today. So. Mario Lamio. Lamio Karts. Yes. Yeah, so like Genesis it. Week brings the first go-karts to Upland. Um, only a few weeks away. Yada, yada, yada. They're going to start off with some, as we would expect, they're going to start off with some official ones that they're going to manufacture themselves and then put that out for, you know, player-made go-karts. Why are they doing this? Why? What do you mean? I love this. This is amazing. Are you kidding me? This is so cute. It's it's in its it it's in its own world, right? Mm. You can't use this for anything else but racing. It's specific. It gives. I don't think Upland should be creating them though. <clears throat> I think this. I, I maybe they just didn't have time to do it, but I think this should have completely been community, one hundred percent. Yeah, I guess they're they're putting their first batch out as like a, almost like a proof of concept to make sure that it works, and you know, so people that can see if it's worth investing the time, money, effort to doing it themselves. Um, just seems a bit weird to me. Like, if if we're going to have short tracks, why don't we have short tracks for the the existing racing cars? Um, are you really going to be that engaged in a Lamio kart experience that's all RNG based? Or is this going to be the first iteration of controls? Could be. It could be that this is easier. And I could see Slav being, being a creator of these go-karts. Like Slav, if you had a choice to get into any meta venture, this is your thing. Like I would... I'm not going to touch this with a 10 foot pole. Personally, I, I prefer the decor and the structure ornaments, but I would certainly be lined up outside of Slav's go-kart metaventure to get a custom or like go-kart from him. Like I've seen what he can do. 
Yeah, well, he's he's been. already made those. He's made the yeah. assets. He's got a game. So yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, it'd be interesting. I mean, I raced carts myself in real life for several years, so it doesn't really pique my interest unless um, I do have a short track that I have registered with the URL in um, Delbrook. There's a Delbrook loop there that would be a cool little go-kart track. However, I'm expecting if you want to race a go-kart, if you want to have an official go-kart track, you're going to have to have another property that you can build the MetaVenture you know, the well, structure yeah. on and there's nothing anywhere near that track that I could build something like that on. So that kind of blows. Um, that's kind of severely limits what you can do. So I have to wait and see. Uh, the BLP, the best looking puppet has said, <laughs> I hope they have bananas and turtle shells. Oh, they'd have to. That's Lamio Kart. It's not Mario Kart. you got to mix it up a bit. So I don't know. They spit. Wait, Lamio <laughs> spit, right? So you spit on them. Yes. And like it causes them to like. And pellet bombs. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they pull at you. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> I don't know. Did, did anybody see that news and think, oh, yes, I'm all about this? And have you started working on your plans? I got excited. I got excited to see what other people can create. Come on, people. This is this is opportunity right now, right? The, the, the stuff is starting to come out like crazy fast. Everyone is waking up. I haven't, the only thing I have to say is I haven't received any emails stating that my stuff was, was approved. Ah, yeah. I had to hear it from other people, which was great. Thank you so much, BamTech and NubX for yeah. letting me know um yeah i didn't know otherwise yeah nubex has been all about that he's been telling the a whole bunch of people hey congratulations and dozens of people are saying hey what yeah i was like wait wait what <laughs> why is this happening bizarre it's like christmas morning you need some new interns that can put emails together or something so Yes. Now, if you want to get your hands on some of these first official go-karts, I believe that's all going to be tied up with um, the Genesis Week stuff. So there'll be giveaways and what not to do with that. And yeah, if um, if manufacturing go-karts is something that you're interested in, as Cheese always says, um, don't wait around for the full-on official details. Start working now, even if it's just getting, you know, your showroom, your showroom artwork and all that, get your branding and everything sorted out. So um, uh, Drifter says, this is a great opportunity, but I don't think we have enough designers. Should we reach out to other communities like a Blender community? And that's a good question because um, Des Desjack has a donut, the donut community for people who are learning. Um, yeah, I would, I would um, go there and kind of like give somebody new a chance. Like when we, when, when I tap, D-Tech on the shoulder, he was learning. He just started learning. Like he, he didn't very know. very reluctant, yes. Oh my gosh, yes. And we, <laughs> we we had to love him and and hold him and tell him he's a good D-Tech. And he got really good. Like he's, um, he's the best. So like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. just be wary of hiring um, third parties on Fiverr that you don't have any relationship with or there's no potential to develop a relationship 
with because you know upland we've seen changes the specs the whole thing's kind of in flux it's still a developing process so if if you hire it out to fiverr and then you know you get feedback that one thing has to be changed it's it's may it would make way more sense if you can sort that out internally okay for some people that's not an option and they have to go to fiverr and those sort of places but yeah I'm gonna reply to Sir Ness. He had a uh, a bit of a uh, a uh, he. So Drifter goes white cards, and Sir Ness goes because why would we want added utility on building, building upkeep and depreciation and other real estate aspects? Yeah. Yada yada. I agree, but I'm wondering if they're putting all of this information out now <clears throat> because it is kind of like it, they're 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 gonna give the big big stuff on genesis week like knock on wood and this is not financial advice last year when i did ask them about uh of like building utility and rents and whatnot e dan did say not this year but next year and it's next year so hopefully maybe cross our fingers they have something like that like they just had to get certain things out before they could announce that so let's hope that's the thing yeah make sure if you get you get the chance to ask that same question again but yeah i, I kind of get it i mean but looking at it from a devil's advocate perspective perspective they're kind of in a can't no win situation too like the the community's screaming out for gamification and then they put effort into gamification and then they get slaughtered for it so yeah i, mean, I get it but yeah, ho hopefully it's not just a copy of cars and it's just ex the exact same system with smaller versions. And are we going to have another app? Am I going to have to have a go-kart app as well? That's going to start to get a bit crazy. You know what I mean? Like if, if I want to do car racing now, well, I've got this extra app on my phone. Oh, Am I going to have to have 50 apps related to Upland? I thought this was all supposed to be, it's supposed to be a super app where everything's all in one. Well, it's all, you can access it through Upland, but they're all their separate thing. Yeah, that ain't a super app. If, if you have it to is go, a super app. If you have to go <laughs> external and when we've got 50 other apps on my phone. so It's a one-stop we'll shop. Yeah, it needs to be. So we'll have to wait and see. But yes, hopefully it's not, hopefully it's just not a direct copy. Hopefully there is at least some kind of um, controllability and that, that'd be a bit of a game changer. It, it may be the case where they don't want to implement that and screw up racing like the existing car racing. Maybe this is kind of almost the better testing for that system. So wait and see. And happy MFR said, yeah, all these apps is ridiculous. Already have too many here. <laughs> exactly. Look at this, Ben. Don't spread the fud. Just keeping it real. Keeping it real, yo. Keeping it real. <laughs> all right. That's all I've got to touch on. It's going to be a nice... A nice quick show today, which is good because, like I said, I've got to go to work early. So unless anybody else has anything they want to spruik on, we'll dive into the quips and then we'll get everyone out of here. No? All right. Well, this week's quips, and if you didn't know what quips was, it means questions, insights, provocations, and statements. And you can submit one of those at any stage via the Google form. Link in the description. And if you do it and you let us know your in-game name as part of that, and you'll win yourself a prize. 
Now, this one is an old one from Finsky that I um, mistakenly skipped over way back when we first kicked this segment off. And Finsky asks, is Upland doing okay or not in crypto winter? So there's, there's a question there first. And then he's, <laughs> he's got a few other things, but we'll, we'll touch on that one first. Is Upland doing okay or not in crypto winter? Well, crypto winter's over. Uh, I don't think it's over just yet. Well, it, pro- it was when he sent that through ages ago. Um, I would say it's, I would say Upland has, at least the economy has never been healthier, which might sound a bit weird to some people, but I'm able to buy and sell UPX and USD floors basically at will. As fast as I can list my USD, they sell. So can't ask for more than that. Can we? I don't know. What do you think? I think now is good. I think during the winter, though, (laughs) it wasn't it wasn't as good. But um, like like anything, you know, you have your ups and downs. You you can't expect everything to be 100 percent all the time. And I think we're we're heading into upland turning things around dramatically for the for the good yes happy's gone brutal mode in chat he said upland has more options than it ever has absolutely with all the stuff but people just don't care about the game well people just don't want to work for for work hard for what they really want they want it just handed to them like i've talked to people who said why don't i have this yet why don't i have this yet and not all of them, but some of them, I asked them, have you even applied? And they said, no. Yeah. That, that's, so how the hell do you expect to get anything if you don't apply, if you don't create? Like, Yeah, that's a fair point. And Podix has said 40% markup though. Yeah, 40% in some, some markets, it's like that, but not all of the markets. Um, some of them are quite healthy. Like I said, the spread is it's actually narrowing at the moment, not widening, which... Under normal circumstances, it would get wider. Like, for example, I buy up the UPX floor in San Francisco, which pumps the UPX floor up, and then I sell in USD, which drops the USD floor down. So, But we're not actually seeing that. There's still plenty of um, demand here, there, and everywhere. Yeah, if you're going to build a factory, you need to have, like, all right, yes, hold. I, I agree with Caesar. Those who build the factories and ask, what can I do with them now? If you don't have any anything specific to create Mm. then all you can do is hold yep yes and boulder said my 24 spark gets like 10 upex an hour if i'm lucky yeah we're we're still what will change all of that is third party staking if if we get that to come through now i've had dms i woke up to dms this morning like asking you know how can i get involved with what you're going on at samurai aquatics and unfortunately there's just no way that you can at the moment other than being a wholesale. What Podix just said, as a builder, five UPX an hour is the best thing ever. Evolve and adapt. adapt. Yep. So Boulder, you're extremely smart. You can, you have 24 Spark. You need 25 Spark for a large uh, factory. factory, right? Yep. You could build a large factory, um, partner up with somebody, make make go-karts man <laughs> or 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 like yeah you use it for go-karts like partner up with slav b 
be his his agent and stuff you know you have you have the brains and the spark he has the the know-how it's like come on let's get this going <laughs> yeah well maybe it's a good thing that people aren't underestimating the time and work involved because it is a lot it's a lot yeah, yeah. oh my god yeah but <laughs> i think at least for the the crypto winter with spark um yeah if if we can get third party staking on factories then that's going to be a complete game changer like i'm applying for as soon as i pull my finger out i'm applying for factories and showrooms for samurai aquatics in four different cities now i don't have the 100 spark to fill all those up myself i'd essentially be splitting my spark balance up into four different lots but if third-party spark staking is on the cards, well, yeah, that's that changes that completely. What would also change that completely is getting some kind of utility beyond MetaVenture applications for existing buildings. You know, that would completely revitalize that. I think we touched on that before. There needs to be some kind of UPEX boost in your dividends for having a structure on your property. There needs to be some reason other than, you know, it boosts a neighborhood score or whatever, so. Who knows? Genesis week. We have very high expectations and high hopes for that kind of coming through with some of these long-held promises and wish lists and whatnot. So we'll have to wait and see. Of course, on the back end of Genesis week, if we don't get that sort of information, then the FUD and all the rest of it's going to kick into overdrive. So yes, Upland in Crypto Winter, maybe, maybe Crypto Autumn or Crypto Spring, depending on if you're a glass half full or glass half empty type. And that wasn't all Finsky said. Finsky went on to say, uh, in quotes, people say Upland made a mistake flooding the market with supply properties slash city releases. Upland ain't immune to global market situation, even if UPEX ain't listed. People need more money for necessities like electricity and food as inflation rises the prices, end quotes. Any thoughts, suggestions on that? How how um, the upland market reflects on the, the IRL Mitsudiverse kind of economic situation. Everybody? Well, I can speak to my specific example. Um, I've touched on this on the one and two show, the um, interest rates have continued to go up in Australia. I'm expecting them to go up even further. My mortgage repayments are getting to almost double what they were. So yes, I have switched my focus completely from building in Upland, um, buying in Upland. I've completely switched my focus to using my dividends to help um, support the IRL family budget. Basically, 95% of my dividend sales, everything's going into buying up the UPX floor and flipping for USD. And I have to say it's been extremely helpful. I think I'm averaging about half my weekly wage in real life. I'm able to pull out via Upland per week, which as you can imagine, that's a significant help. So that's my two cents. What do you think, Cheese? Is it a direct reflection? Is it tied? Is there no correlation? I don't know. 
Mulder said, I pay on average $500 per a spark and bought 20 of it. And I got like four of it from Spud and levels up. So I can buy a little more and get to 25. I think it is like 24.65. I would feel different if I didn't go from thinking one CapEx day would be a two-year ROI. Now it is like, ah, it, it would appear that you've fallen into that ROI trap. Um, spark was always supposed to be about being utilized to construct. Um, a lot of people, it's probably not just yourself, fell into that kind of ROI trap, I think. Um, yeah, I can imagine if that was your focus, if you were buying Spark specifically to rent out to make income, yeah, that would sting. Yes. Um, Happy MFR said, how will your taxes be from that, Ben? Yeah, absolutely. So I've been very careful in tracking all of what I've been pulling out. Um it's a kind of a weird situation in Australia. We have to declare our projected earnings for the year. Like at the start of the year, I have to I have to tell the government based on because I've got children and there's um, child support payments as far as you know being helped out with school and this that and the other thing. You have to let the the you have to let the government know what you think you're going to earn this year, and then your payments are kind of reflected on that. I always overestimate how much I'm going to earn per year so that I get a refund, not a nasty bill. So I do have a good chunk of flexibility in there. So shouldn't be an issue, but yeah, absolutely. That's a concern. You, you can't just pull out um, dollars endlessly out of um, Upland and yeah, not take tax into consideration. Absolutely. So yeah, none of this is financial advice. Do your own research. Yada, yada, yada. Um, what Podic said, 100% pod, building stuff before utility arrives is a way to go. Once they're useful, everyone will want to build. Yep. Um, basically, I said the same thing about large properties. A lot of people just wanted to get the small ones to flip them. Um, when MetaVentures started coming out, I said big properties are going to be the way to go. You Even if you don't want a MetaVenture, you're going to be able to sell it for a good amount of money. Yep. Um, especially depending on where it is. And now they're selling for so much. And like, I was even a buyer of one. My property from my factory was 2.5 million. Yep. So definitely pod, you want to prepare, you want to put the, the horse before the cart. What is interesting though, as to kind of push back on that a little bit is some of the UPX floor properties I've been buying up they have had structures on them. So we're now starting to see that even properties with structures are on the floor, which is kind of mind blowing. To see, um, Boulders followed up saying it was not focused on ROI. I didn't bother to rent it or use it for multiples. Um, yeah, ROI is just a way to show the difference. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. A lot of utility will come from third party games like Upland Kingdoms from Drifter. Yes, we're hoping that all comes to fruition. Potentially some news on that uh, with the hackathon coming up for Genesis Week. Um, hopefully more announcements and that sort of stuff. And yeah. All right. Nobody else seems to want to dive into that one, Finsky. So we'll leave it at that. Thank you for sending that through. So Finsky is going to get himself a Halloween ornament. Well, no, not an ornament. What are they? Map asset. A map asset. So congratulations. If you would like to get yourself a freebie too, the, as I said, the quips form, 
is in the description. Now, I don't believe we've got the Jazzy Jazz in, so we might have to do some live dictation for today's giveaway, if that's okay, Cheese. Sure. Can you <clears throat> let me have it? Who we got in today? All right, we have. Oh. <laughs> All right, we have Upland Puppet. UP, yep. BC. BC4, yep. Boulder. Brian. Caesar. Drifter. Finn, Finn man. Happy, Laban, Maui, Pod, Jack, Simone, C. SP, yep. Uh, sir. Sanes, yep. And TB. TB. All right. You sure you don't want to be put in this? You've got a um, you've yeah, got a two stores in. now. Yeah, put me in. Go for it. MC. All right, let's see. So this is to see who's going to go on the prize wheel. Do, 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 do. And it is the happy man. Happy because I'm happy, happy coming along. If right. you feel like from it, let's see what happy's going to win himself. Let's see <laughs> if he's going to be really happy or just a little bit happy. <laughs> And that's another Halloween song. <laughs> those are actually rare because you can't buy those. This is the only way you can get them, yes. This is the only way you could get this Halloween sign. Aside from gobbling up the um, Christmas spirals. So, yes, congratulations, Happy, and thanks for jumping in. Yay. Oh, pardon me. All right, on that note... If you've stuck with us this long, congratulations to you and thank you. Reminder that if you have an Upland NFT or Metaverse product, service or event to promote, opportunities are always available for spotlights and direct engagement in the UDU podcast. Or if you want to dive really deep into things, you can hit up more cheese on myself to discuss getting on the wine and cheese show. On that note, wrap us up, please, cheese. What did I say? <laughs> Stay fresh, she's back. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs>
Now come on over to Samurai Aquatics and Decor for all your outdoor decor needs. Got yourself an empty plot of boring virtual real estate in the metaverse, do ya? Yeah, just delete that. I'm still not ready, sorry. Got yourself an empty plot of boring virtual real estate in the metaverse, do ya? Well, maybe some kind of crappy ramshackle building that, I don't know, needs a bit of extra spunk to it or something. And stop mucking about and get yourself over to Samurai Aquatics Discord to see all our available stock. We've got loads of different decor to spend your pretend money on. We've got saunas to fire you up and ice baths to chew you the fudge out. Literally stock coming out of our ears. Grills, swings, seating and more. So much more. And if we don't got it, give us a buzz and we could probably make it. Get yourself on over to Samurai Aquatics at 30 Aqua Vista Way in Midtown Terrace, San Francisco, Liggety Split, and gorge yourself on outdoor decor.